Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Keecha. And I am Inanna Moon. Hello, everybody. <clears throat> we have a very exciting guest that you are going to introduce. That I'm going to introduce, yes. He's so excited. Um, I am thrilled to introduce Afam Onyema. Oh. Please tell me if I said that correctly. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that sounds great. Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, and I want to read a little bit of um, Afam's um, bio and then also tell you why um, I wanted to interview him. So Afam um, was born in Chicago. He graduated cum laude from Harvard in 2001 and from Stanford Law School <laughs> after that. Um, it was while he was in law school that Afam co-founded the Gene Co Foundation his family's nonprofit organization. And Gene Co's mission is to save and transform lives in Nigeria. After graduation in 2007, Afam declined multiple law firm <laughs> offers in order to lead Gene Co full time as its CEO. Um, he has been profiled and interviewed by National Public Radio, US News and World Report, Forbes, Newsweek, Hollywood Reporter, Huffington Post, American Lawyer, NBC News, Harvard Mo Magazine, and Ebony Magazine, and others, I know by now others, <laughs> um, many others. Um, he presented Gene Co's work at Harvard Law School. I'm curious about that. Mm -hmm. um, Stanford University Center for African Studies, Stanford Law School, the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business, UCA, UCLA Graduate School of Business, Stanford's Graduate School of Business, California Institute of Technology, where I worked for 13 oh, years, wow. so okay. that, there's a conversation. Okay. And then he did this beautiful thing, which I encourage everyone to listen to. You can see it on YouTube and also on Gene Co's website. Ted, there's a TED Talk. I just Which saw that. Just oh my gosh! I was I was really teared up afterwards. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. So then, let me say that the reason that I really wanted to do this interview is because it's it's going to be three years in October. My first time um, knowing anything about Gene Co was wanting to go to hear a particular speaker <laughs> at, hmm. at Gene Co's <laughs> gala. Um, evening and <laughs> can I say who can I say who <laughs> you yes you can that's fine because we're going to talk about it at yeah. some point just <laughs> briefly we're bring it up. it's uh it's somebody called Dr. Strange um, <laughs> Sherlock uh Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, wait a minute <laughs> that's right Benedict Cumberbatch yes he's awesome but uh, apart from that um that this has been a question for a very long time talking to different people and any time that I want to give to a charity I wonder about those charities and how they come into being the ones that have meant something to my heart so yeah. yes I wanted to go to hear this particular speaker but I also so I was there um, I met a lot of people um, it was an opportunity to give to something deeply meaningful because they were also helping girls and women, Gene Co. Um, oh, yes. But then to find out also what their broader scope was. So much. And then this man, Offham, <laughs> took the stage and I was blown away. Um, I... I don't know how many words I could tell you he said, but what you got was the inspiration that he is, the inspiration that I got to appreciate that he offers to not only Nigeria, but to the world, what it means to be charitable. And there's the thing I want to talk about most yes. today, what it means to want to be of service in the world. And, um, and I know that many of us, I've, I've had these conversations through the years, many of us want 
to lend money or give money, certainly, but lend ourselves and our time to charitable organizations, but to found one and devote yourself to it, that's extraordinary. For me, this interview was about learning about being charitable in the world um, and of service. It's also in a time when there's so much need in the world. It's, you can feel the focus on it to have someone who has been such a light and so charitable, um, so, <laughs> so um, relevant in this time. Um, I am very excited to have you here. Well, thank you so much you. for having me. It's my honor and pleasure. What a joy. I had a, a question. So I was reading the bio. And um, so your dad, this was his, his dream yes. to have um, a hospital in Nigeria. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I totally feel like I'm going to cry. So then um, all your brothers and sisters, I, I can picture you all talking about it as you're growing up. Mm. I've watched your, your speeches and you're so passionate and you are so in love with this project. But it started as your dad's dream. Yes. So at some point you had that moment where you're like, no. It's my dream now. Do you remember that? That's a very good question uh, because when he told us this story, when he grew up in uh, in Nigeria and went to a, a boarding school, all all male boarding school in Nigeria, and had this missionary doctor who came from London and sacrificed so much to be there with her husband, who was a history teacher, and she saw something in him and took him under her wing, and he went and saw her do surgeries, fight malaria, do all this medical work um, in his community. And he made this promise, one day I'm gonna be like you, I'm gonna serve my community, I'm gonna serve it through medicine. Mm-hmm. And you hear this story as a kid and you're growing up very privileged in, in what we thought was very privileged in, in, in Chicago, just outside Chicago. <laughs> and you're like, that's, that's great dad, but I'm gonna make a bunch of money <laughs> and be famous and I'll give you a bunch of money and you can do all this stuff in Africa that's just so far away. Of course, this is all, pre-social media so you're not really connected with mm. my, my cousins and aunts and uncles you're just over there and we go every few years and you'd see how challenging life was and you want to run back to your Nintendo and all that <laughs> so it really was not my dream my dream was to to be charitable but to I had professional dreams and wanted to you know, be financially successful but really as I got older and I just thought more and more about how can I be of service in this world how can I serve? How can I serve through my work? And especially coming out of Harvard where, and again, there's some great people from Harvard. Some Mm -hmm. of my best friends are my Harvard classmates and and schoolmates, but there was this ethos of what can you do to be financially successful? What can you do to be politically powerful or culturally relevant? And those were the paths that that you took, like you, 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 you know, fought through crazy numbers in terms of only 8% get in or what have you to get yeah, in here. Yeah, and now you better right. use this to make money or to be a governor or a president or what have <laughs> you. And I thought, well, I use this to serve. I use this to give back in some way. And this is also when the AIDS epidemic was raging in Africa uh, and Nigeria. And oh, so I thought course. more and more about being a part of that. And so I just talked, I sat my dad down and said, okay, you've told us this story. Let's like, just drill down, tell me more specifics, tell me more about what you want to do. And at that point, I still wanted to professionally do my own thing, but I thought, okay, well, I'll be more involved helping you out. But as I was working for a few years after college and then went to Stanford Law School, I got really engaged and really involved to the point where I had to choose. I had these, as you mentioned, I had all these really great you know, offers to work for firms. And but meanwhile, I knew if I picked the law firm life, the foundation and the dream would die because I, I couldn't do both, couldn't do Mm-mm. both well. Mm-hmm. And there was no one else. We didn't have money to hire someone. There was really no other person there. And I, I got up in the morning terrified terrified to do this work, but also inspired. And I thought that's a pretty good way to live life, to be terrified and inspired every day. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna take a leap. I'm gonna do this. And if I fall flat on my face, I can come crawling back to a law firm or some other corporation and and now 11 years on doing it full time it's been it's been great but it was really the the inkling of this being my dream started in college and then as I got more involved I just I really 
just started to fall in love with the idea of serving in this way and to make an impact and to do something, to create something. You know, yeah. it's great to join a bigger organization and to, you can do fantastic work with organizations already existing, but right. for things you wanted to do, that organization didn't exist. And to be able to, to build something, to lead, to fall on my face multiple times, to, to, to be disappointed by people, to be disappointed mm. in myself, um, did or, you know that though? Did you know? No, by that no, point? it was, it what was a roller coaster. No, was, <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> it was, so I, I it was the, the first year, year and a half when I started Jenko full time was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> it was so <laughs> painful right. because you're so yeah. used to succeeding and being graded and you know people patting you on the back and all the john hughes that, movies that, yeah, that, yeah it's like, and you thought oh once i start doing this all the money will just come raining in and there people will all these famous people will come and it'll just be great right. and, oh and then God. you get up and it's so isolating and lonely you get up in the morning oh. and it's i save lives in africa do this in nigeria and you're, you're asking people for money and they're saying no. And you're like, what do you mean <laughs> no? How you could you say no? Nobody tells me no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did you know? <laughs> Nobody tells me. Because <laughs> I haven't yet, you know? Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, exactly. Saving yeah, lives. Exactly. <laughs> and so you're just really dealing with a lot of rejection. And you're building something. And I was at the time working, you know, by myself. And it's just a very isolating thing. And you're yeah. just... And, and how do you, do, there's no evaluation. There's no, well, this Monday you should have done X and you did Y. Or, you know, we're going to judge you on the week you did. Everyone's like, oh, you're saving lives. That's great. I'm like, no, I need, so you, <laughs> I, want, I want feedback. I want someone to judge me. I want someone to challenge me. And it was a slow process. You, you bring in people who are excited about joining your board or being a part of it. And then they let you down by not being as dedicated as you want. And you have donors who make promises that they don't keep. And, and then you you do raise money and you do work in Nigeria and you see the need and it's just overwhelming. And you feel like, can I even make a dent in this? But Is that yeah. what you think kept you going? Because when I talk with people and they have a dream of any kind, getting over it, you, you were talking about being terrified and inspired. Mm -hmm. But terrors. <laughs> people are terrified of being terrified. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and who likes pain? And, yeah. and yes, and that's and that's it. And you try to see. I can see other people. I can see myself too, trying to get over certain hurdles within yourself, mm -hmm. but but holding you back. So I'm thinking the reality of what's going on is what helps set you yes. up to yeah. succeed rather than it was fail. certainly and then working with my father and my family was certainly inspiring oh, as well yes. and and then having i felt like some key people came along at the right moment you know um i mentioned i did this right after law school and one of my rich law professors said well this is crazy but i really love people doing crazy things especially in the interest of the of the greater good so i'll fund your first year operation oh my goodness you know, and, <laughs> and so that that's I, that literally was the yes. difference between me being able to do it full time or me being able to do it while also like waiting tables or doing something to something pay rent else. right mm -hmm. when that happened mm -hmm. i'm just curious just from you know the cinderella stories yeah. i hear yeah. were you like at your lowest point or were you like i think i'm going to have to give up and then that happened? It was, yeah, it was, it was challenging. I, I, I was telling my dad, I don't know, you know, to be able to have the, the willingness to do this is one thing. But the, the, I mean, like, my, my, my rent had to be paid. Like, my, yeah. <laughs> my landlord is not like, he's not a nonprofit. He's a, a for-profit. He wants his rent every week. And, you know, the grocery store wants me to pay for the stuff I take out of there. So it was, it was a, it was a very practical thing. And, and so it was one of those things where, uh, you know, like, and I didn't expect that amount. I thought well, he'd help out because he talked about it. And but when he came through like that, it was it was inspiring, and it just kept me going. That this one person believes in me enough to 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 do this. And I had a few other people come along. One of my classmates had a wealthy. His his parents were wealthy, and they funded the next year. And it's just one of those things where my friends really came alongside me. People that I've oh, known right. from high school and college and law school just said, this is amazing what you're doing. I mean, these are non-Nigerians who are coming mm -hmm. along and, mm -hmm. and helping. And to this day, I just, I think it would, and I'll never forget, we had a, a fundraiser my last year of law school and the entire class showed up and it was really powerful. And one of my classmates pulled me aside and said, 
You know, you know, we don't care about Nigeria versus Algeria. We care about you. We're all here because of you. And there are very few people in this class or in my life where I'd show up in a suit on a Saturday for a cause in Africa. But you established a friendship first. You didn't come at us as as a donor asking for money or someone looking for donors. You didn't come after us. What, what can you, you, you gave to us as friends, you poured into us first. So my, one of my classmates told me that we're here because of you. We're here because we believe in you, because we, we, we love you and we believe, and we want to do this good through you. And, and that is really more than anything else. That's been the greatest joy is not only having my friends who I knew before I started Jinko be so supportive and join me, but make new friends and make uh, you know, Jenko has been wonderful in terms of expanding my my network of people I consider not only donors but friends, dear friends, and mm-hmm. people who are famous and millionaires and billionaires, but also people who just want to put their own uh, precious few dollars extra that they have to to give to charity to to this. And I just hold that so precious, and I, I never forget that. I never lose my my awe of people who come alongside us and do this work, because it's, it's literally impossible for us to do without those supporters. So that seems to be a quality of people who are of service in the world, the ability or desire uh, to sustain those who are helping you and your organization. Um, in what I'm not, I don't know if you can answer this, but I hope so. In what ways um, do you sustain? See, I can see something that's, that's gone on for you. How did this change you? Mm-hmm. Because you clearly sustain other people. Yes. I can feel it. I can feel in the way you give back to those who give. Oh, but what would you say about how you sustain? I think, ironically, the... The engagement part of this work actually keeps me going. People think, oh, fundraising, you're dialing for dollars and you're cold calling and you're begging. And I'm like, the next cold call I make will be the first one. Uh, I don't, I don't, I very much, and this has been a part of me since I was born. I despise transactional relationships. I despise (laughs) what can I get for the, you know, like what, what I'm looking at you. I'm I'm only reaching out to this person because they're rich and I want their money or because they're famous (laughs) and I want their, I want their support. And everyone, when you, you, when you have a meeting with someone who's a millionaire or billionaire, they know you want financial support for what you're doing but for me it's more about the relationship you know and getting to know them yeah you know who are you why do you give where does your charity come from what what inspires you and i think that's the one thing i i I really take pride in is that since i can remember i just try to develop genuine relationships with people uh, to the point where our donors see that and recognize that and it's not a matter of okay every January 1st, I'll send you a check. You don't have to talk to me or whatever. <laughs> it's one of those things where you have someone who's a, a well-known movie star saying like, oh, if you're ever in town, come and hang out and, and stay with me and meet the kids or some billionaire saying, hey, I'm, com- I'm going to a basketball game. I know you have no money. Come and we'll take my, <laughs> my expensive seats. And Or just people calling and say, how are you doing? Like, I just want to yeah. like, forget Jinko. How are you doing? And I have like just a, a, a universe of people who do that. And that that's what really builds me up is the fact that I have all these people who care about me as an individual, care about the people we're trying to support in Nigeria. And it's just that when I, when I get down and you, when you hear no and things aren't working out, you think about those people who have said yes, that have come alongside you, that are still alongside you. Mm-hmm. And that, yes. that certainly helps to rejuvenate me. Is there, um, like for me, when I have those down moments, uh, I call someone. <laughs> I usually call someone. I have. Why, I have. Thank you. <laughs> she's That's yeah. First on my list, I have my little support team. So I'm like. <laughs> I think we all do. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Do you have? Absolutely. I think it starts with my dad. He and Aww. I are very close. I tell people, all my life I've loved my dad, but doing work with Jinko with him, I realized how much I liked him. Just that is so important. Yeah, yeah, because it's you hear these horror stories about families working together and then they never talk to each other and they <laughs> just start fighting. And my dad has given me the, the greatest blessing, and that is trusting me with this dream. And I can't remember, oh. I mean, we've been working together uh, on this officially, you know, as, as a full time employee for me since 07, but long before that, building it, he's never once said, you know what, I'm the chairman and we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. or I'm your dad and we're going to do this. And we're going to do this. <laughs> Which okay. supersedes yeah, that, all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good uh, to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah, have exactly. to do <laughs> You may say, oh, well, I don't know. And 
no, but like he, he trusts me because he realizes I sacrificed a lot to do this full time. I'm the only one in the family doing it full time. And I think he just he trusts me and we get along well together. We we commiserate together. He's just such a immensely positive person. You know, someone will give us a dollar. And I'm like, we got a dollar. He's like, we got a dollar. That's great. That's one more than we had yesterday. And I'm like, why did I get that? Why did I get that gene? Why why don't why don't I have that one dollar positive gene? You know, I'm always worrying about stuff. He's like, oh, it'll work out in the end. I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know? You know, you have a lovely family. I've also gotten to meet that your sisters are amazing. They tease you. I see. They do. Yes, yes. We're a teasing family, very much. Is it? But this, keeps, but this work keeps us together. We definitely, um, yes. you know, we travel to different cities together. We are on, we're on calls right. together. And certainly you have your disagreements. And as siblings, you're, you know, we'll be talking about one thing. <laughs> and someone will bring something that happened in 1987. And you're like, well, I had nothing to do with any of this. You and took my chicken leg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like, you know, you pushed me down the stairs when I was in third grade. I'm like, yes, I did. I, I did. was four. Can we get, can we get back to this? <laughs> Ah, so you're yeah. real people. Okay, yes, that's absolutely. I'm an only oh child, goodness. so I don't understand that, but I'll, I'll <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, same here, too. Yeah. Um, also, he's left-handed. Yes. And left-handed. This There's is that awesome theory. Thing. I surround myself yeah. with left-handed people. Very proud left-handed. Oh, see, there you go. There it is again. Oh, yeah. I seem right. to gravitate towards left-handed <laughs> people, because you're all in your right mind, yeah, I'm told. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's the truth. So I also want to ask about Nigeria, and I found a little quote on your website from Chuatel Ejiofor, who's a <laughs> 12 Years a Slave phenomenal yes. actor. Um, he said, I absolutely believe that a healthy and wealthy Nigeria is the key to a wealthy Africa. Could you talk a little bit about Nigeria? Absolutely. Well, I think people sometimes forget how important Nigeria is in the context of, of Africa. One out of every five sub-Saharan Africans lives in Nigeria. Population is 180, 190 million people. Oh so my. it's just a massive right. presence in terms of people. It's the largest economy in Africa. It has one of the largest oil economies yeah. in terms of exporting oil. And it's really so it's one of those things where if you want to really get, quote unquote, get Africa right, you, you work on Nigeria. Because not only do you have the numbers in the economy, but it has by far the largest export of, of movies. It's a, they call the, the, the movie industry Nollywood there. Really? Right. So just like yes. California exports yeah. culture and what's made here in, in L.A. and Hollywood really seeps into culture all over the country and all over the world, what's, what's created in Nigeria seeps into different pockets of, of Africa. And so for all those reasons, it's just a really important important country. And then, you know, of course, I'm, I'm slightly biased, but I think that the people <laughs> there have such dynamism and such a can-do attitude, and if, if that can be turned to the positive, that if the government can can use it as a positive force, and instead of being a wind in their face, be a wind in their sails, by empowering infrastructure, wow. and doing those things, education, uh, then I just see Nigeria exploding and, and really and taking its its proper place as one of the the giants, not only of Africa but one of the giants of of the world. One of the world. Which so with, with answers, uh, sorry, which probably answers that next question I was going to ask. Sure. Um, uh, people say, well, why should I donate mm. to Nigeria? Why should I donate to someplace that's not here in America? We need to take care of our people first. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And I always find that people who say that aren't even giving to anything in the U.S. Uh, that yeah. is a good point. <laughs> so I always tell I them, oh, so what are you doing to make America yeah. great? Or yes. what are you doing to support America? And they go, yeah. oh, well, you know, things are messed up and taxes and government. I'm like, well, you're just not giving. You're just not yeah. giving spirit. There are very few giving spirits that will bring that up. They may say, well, why Jinko? Can you tell us about your programs or what have you? But in terms of why give to Nigeria, why give to Africa, um, I tell people, you know, there's there's a, a floor here, you know, through which people will not fall. Like there's mm-hmm. people aren't going to die in the streets here. At least that's the, the mm-hmm. hopefully it won't, it won't change in the future, right? in the near future. But right now there's there's that safety net where if you're if you are in severe pain or in trauma, you'll be taken care of at a hospital. If you're dying of starvation, there are multiple both public and private institutions that will take care of you in Nigeria. People literally die because they can't be fed you know parents have to choose between feeding a son and a daughter wow you know we we do surgeries and you know talk to people and say oh yeah i broke my hip 20 years ago 
and you're you've no, literally the only mended. hope. Yeah, never mended. And you're the literally the only hope. If I don't see you now, I will. We had one we had one patient try to commit suicide. The pain was so bad. Oh my. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you go out yeah. of your mind. Yeah, and we yeah. we go we get mad when you know we have a hangnail or we have a cold <laughs> or what have you and. So hangover. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where you realize there is no safety net there. There is no oh well, someone will take care of them. You realize there's a hospital how much, around. Exactly. The yeah, yeah. And you go to that hospital, and you would not want your worst enemy to be in there. And so there's, I tell people, if you want to truly make an impact in someone's life, if you want to hurt, help someone who will not be helped otherwise, I tell my donors, you aren't. I'm not asking you for excess money. Like either you give us the money, or we're not doing the mission, or the girl's not getting the scholarship. You know, there's no one coming along. It's not like if, if we don't do it today, Bill Gates is coming tomorrow. Bill Clinton's coming in a month. You know, it's it's really the people who are giving to us are really making a direct impact. And whether, again, whether they're famous or not famous, they're just really making an impact. And I, I take that very seriously. And it's one of those things they can feel confident that their money is going to directly help this population of people who would not have that help otherwise. Carmen, the highest degree. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Are there charities, you know, not to put you on the spot or anything, are there, cha- <laughs> are there charities that are co-connected or in the U- just just to ask, co-connected yeah. in the U.S. Um, that you would suggest? Are you... Um, I absolutely believe give to Gene Co. Um, but the that's a good question. And we try to partner where we can because we know that oh, we're good. a small organization. Yeah. And so we work All with right. Doctors okay. Without Borders, for uh, that, I was going to ask. Right. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. So they have a hospital right. and they have a trauma program for girls who have been victimized by the Boko Haram terrorists. Mm. And so we have given uh, to that. We were so blessed three years ago to get a uh, rather large gift from Oprah. And I've heard of yeah, her. So that was, <laughs> we we were you know we were hoping for a decade you know because I'm from Chicago and of course she was there. Oh, for she was right. there. Oh, yeah, and Absolutely. so everyone's like, go to Oprah. I'm like, yeah, because it's that easy to walk up to Oprah and ask for money. Just knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we kept at it, and kept at it, and and we were able to connect uh, uh, with her, and she gave us money, and we dedicated some of that money to some of this mm-hmm. trauma work with mm-hmm. these girls, and, and so yeah, there there are we, we try to find partners where the situation is. We can we can either support what they're doing, and they can support us. And and I really believe in partnership. I think the nonprofit world, like the corporate world, is can be very competitive and siloed. And this is our donor. This is our celebrity. This is our you know, this uh. is our, our 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 project. And you're trying to help. You're trying to you're trying right. to inject some good in this world. And that just that just does not help. That's not helpful. So it's I understand it because it is. I mean, but you have to look at it not from a vision of scarcity but how can we how can we grow the pie there's how can we work together to increase what's been given and how can we be more effective the abundance yeah absolutely yeah. there's a there's a piece for everyone yeah absolutely there absolutely um <sighs> celebrity support though you also have um you have a great connection with the david Oyelowo. yes yes so it's when i decided to do jinko full-time i was in the bay area because I'm from Chicago, and the idea is like, where do you set up shop? And one of the reasons why mm. I wanted to to move to LA and establish Jinko in LA, is if you get to the right people here in LA, you can really expand your network and raise awareness in a way you could not if you're running it from Chicago or other places. So I set up shop and just tried to get to know people. Of course, this is a company town, so getting to know people in the industry. And I was introduced by a fellow Nigerian to David some years ago, and mm. he had been looking to get more involved in Nigeria. He was, you know, his profile was, was, was being raised, especially post-Selma, and he um, yes. wanted to give back. And yes. we just connected on multiple levels. We just have a lot of in common in terms of how we see the world, the desire to serve, and so we really hit it off. And not only has he been a supporter, he's directly involved in the work that we do. He's been to Nigeria with us. We started this scholarship for girls, because one of the the main things that really shook his heart and, and, and mine in the world was having girls kidnapped yeah. because of, you know, in school, all they wanted to do was learn yeah. and they're kidnapped and they're abused. And, and so we, we know we couldn't do anything about that. We're not military, we're not government, but girls that were being rescued or escaped wanted to put them back into school. You and, needed to heal yeah, exactly, them. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And, and, them and heal, heal them, and, you know, educationally, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so we take care of all those needs for the girls in the scholarship program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's been 
just a joy to do. And David's not only been directly involved with that, but also been really generous with opening up his network of supporters. And was one of the reasons why we got to know Benny Cumberbatch, for instance, yes. through, through David and through Chiwetel, who I we got to know separately. We can talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the, the response. And then, and then, of course, he and Oprah are very good friends through, they did the Butler together, they did Selma together. Yes, and so did. she yes, donated right. in response to, to him. So it's just been a great blessing to have people who trust us enough to reach out to their more well-known friends and say, hey, I believe in this enough and I'm going to ask you to please consider supporting it. I think the girl, for, for me at least, it was the girls being kidnapped that yeah. seemed to really touch the world. We Absolutely. had no idea that that could happen. Imagine being in your school and you're not safe. No. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. And it's the ultimate, like these girls, all they wanted to do was learn. They, yeah. they didn't no. do anything wrong. They were in school and they're taken from school and they're put into this hell and and to be able to play a small part in giving them their dreams back. So you're going back to school and if you want to be a, a doctor, a nurse, a president, what yes. have you, like we're going to do whatever we can <laughs> to empower you. So I just love it. As an act of, it's a lovely act of defiance to these people who think that they can they can tell these girls, no, you can't do this. You can only go this far, but no farther. Like, no, they, they will, whatever they, is in their hearts, whatever their capacity is, we're going to empower them and help them to do the, those things. And we all benefit. We all benefit yeah, when absolutely. these girls are, are engaged absolutely. in part yeah. of the economy and part of political life and are just living their full lives and not imprisoned by, by whatever ideology says that they can't, they can't be educated, they can't. They can't learn. And so it's been just a joy to get to know these girls and to see their growth in just these two or three years from where they were to where they are now. It's um, it's horrible that they, they were kidnapped, but it, they've, they've almost made it that they're going to thrive even yes. more. They're yeah. going to just create... Rising even farther. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have um, several people that I've talked to recently, but one in particular... Um, who runs her, who yes. started running her own charitable organization just a few years ago. Her name is Angie Della Torre. Um, Angie, I'm asking your questions because one of the reasons, too, to have you on, Afam, was because we, there are so many of us out there, I know right now are hearing a call to be, to help more in the world, whatever your charities may be. Um, and Angie is helping her community, but so she has a couple of, she has a few questions here to ask that I sure. really appreciated. Um, how long would you say it took to make Co sustainable? That's an interesting question because... It's going to be different for yes, every... Yes, it's going to be different for every charity. charity and also how you define sustainability is going to be different uh, for us. Very true. So early, very early in our Jinko's life, it was just about survival, not sustainability. Can mm -hmm. we raise enough money to kind of keep these going, keep this thing going, to keep the relationships building? We're doing stuff in Nigeria, but how can we grow that work in Nigeria, but also grow our relationships? And now we're getting beyond the stage where we can, we, we have programs that we can expand we can take money and invest it for the future and so we can continue hiring and building and there's really no there's no point where you go okay well this is now you're sustainable because mm -hmm. a charity we, we continue to rely on donations and continue to rely on gifts and i don't think we'll ever get away from that um right. I, I know some charities they they'll sell things or they'll find different ways to raise mm -hmm. money and and we're just the way the, what we do is is not our, our our program's not conducive to that type of uh, revenue stream and so as long as there's this need we're going to have to raise money to meet it and I'm, I'm fine with that I think that's just part of our world and and certainly you want to be smart with money and find ways to right. to to, uh, to use it more and more efficiently but yeah, as long as there's a need uh, we're gonna have to continue to, to keep raising money for it and I think any charity again you can you want to be creative and find different ways to raise money and we certainly do in terms of whether it's a major donor giving a large amount or doing campaigns where you get to offer a celebrity yes. experience and people give smaller amounts. You want to keep diversifying, whether it's grants. Uh, we don't really go after the government uh, for money for a variety of reasons. But uh, those are just, you want to be really creative and tenacious in finding different ways to is, support your work. Is there oh volunteer? Like, well, I mean, uh, other than like doctors, let me go do a surgery for free. For free. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like, can I come over and do some cold calls? Can I 
do the registration table? Yes. So yeah. So Good for our, our yeah for yes. our events, we have people working everything from registration to sound auction that would tables. Be me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. yeah, we have that. Yes. That certainly helps. We have people who. Even volunteering might just turn the telling the friends about it, you know, yeah. agreeing to be social media people for us and oh. are making introductions and, and what have you. So there are certainly different ways people can plug in. And we are always trying to be creative and find different ways, not only here in the U.S., but um, is there any way we can bring more people over who aren't medical, surgical folks? Uh, that's, that's something we're thinking about as well. Okay. Such as kinds of people. We well like we we have these we have these girls who are amazing and you know, David and I um are, are, are fully dedicated but we're we're men and so there's certain things that they will not tell us. Oh, there's certain things that they don't want to share with us and so yes. we, we do have um, we do have a, uh, we've hired someone on the ground who's a woman who's been taking care of them and addressing some of those needs, but it'd be great to have a a, a program where we match up each girl with a, a mentor here in the U.S. Oh my God! I just got yeah, chills. And they're That's dedicated brilliant. to staying in touch with them, whether it's Powerful. FaceTime yeah. or what have you, and just sharing and kind of you know giving them advice, just being there with them, and then hopefully at some point bring all the mentors over. We're talking about doing a big conference with all our girls as, as we get Critical Mass, doing one conference a year where Wondered they come about and. That. They have speakers yeah. and music, and they have these. So we're oh, we I want to do big, that. We have, big, <laughs> we have big plans for it. So we're 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 currently, and that, again, that's one of those things where you go out to donors and and they see the benefit of of that, and hopefully they'll support it. So um, I have a cousin who she's, uh, and I'm so proud of her. She's like in her early twenties, and um, she's just she she wants to start nonprofits. She's worked in nonprofits, but. As you said, it's it's hard to sustain a life. Absolutely. So she had to walk away from it. But um, yeah, let me call mm. her and see what's up. And um, <laughs> she's just such a beautiful soul. And she just, I think she would be great here. Great. But um, yeah, there's a few other people in my mind. We, we must <laughs> talk. <Great. laughs> Excellent. Um, Another question that I had was from, from Angie is um, she asked what the formula is for capacity building. And actually, I would ask, what does that mean? I, yeah, it sounds like math. <laughs> yes. well, I see it as two different things. Uh, right. Capacity building in terms of resources and, and money. And as I mentioned, there are a variety of ways we raise money. We raise mostly money from individuals. I think sometimes mm -hmm. people get the idea of, Go to a corporation or go to a foundation, but 80% of the money given each year is given by individuals, whether through mm. their, their own giving or family foundation. And, you know, foundations and, and corporations make a small portion of, of the rest of that. So it really the key is to get people to give. And so you can have a plan of, okay, we're going to go after some, some more high net worth donors. We're going to do some crowdfunding. For our medical missions, each doctor and nurse has to raise money from their family and friends and have they have different goals and totals and i would say she has to i recommend she has a plan or, or oh and her, you, sorry. sorry and you were saying like the surgeons oh, they yes. have to um yes. is it like doing a marathon like everyone hey sponsor absolutely, me absolutely yeah. yes it's one of those things where you know not only are we asking you to take time away from your family and your work <laughs> and go to this strange dangerous country in nigeria <laughs> but we want you to actually donate to it or raise money for it and it's amazing everyone's like yeah of course that, that, oh, i'll wow. do that and so and i tell people you know like oh i don't know and i'm like listen if you put that out there your rich uncle is going to give to you because you're the one going out to nigeria he's the one you know he's like, proud yeah exactly he's proud yes. of it he wants to be a part of it he wants Absolutely. to feel like i'm supporting you yeah. and so people always get a really good response they're often surprised by how people respond and and so it really helps not only financially to to bear the burden of the of the mission but i think it just gets you have, you have a whole universe of people now who are oh, excited about I it i like yeah, that word yeah. a whole so universe really, of people yeah so it's been a lot of fun for us and it's something that we ask our, our our mission members to do and again i tell them listen raise what you can if you can we'll cover the rest like you're not going to not go because you didn't hit a certain goal and so that relieves a pressure of like, oh, I have to raise I have all to this do money. This. That yeah. is good, yeah. yeah. As, a, as a Virgo, I, I'll put that pressure on me. I have to raise a million dollars. Otherwise, I haven't can, done anything. Yeah. Don't, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say don't raise a million dollars if you feel that's a, a sustainable goal. If that's possible, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, yeah. I'm here, but I am hearing how positive you have to be or Oh, like you said earlier, open mm -hmm. and um, and allowing people to share what they feel they have to share, how they're of benefit. 
Yes, everybody does. Beautiful. I think most yeah. people want to be a part they of something do want beautiful. To. Yes, I agree. So, um, since there's, I have like so many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in this show, you know, we talk about spirituality and meditation. Do mm-hmm. you have something like to f- that you do that you could share? Sure. That you d- yeah. Well, I, it's interesting because my, my dad, I mentioned that school he went to. That was an Anglican boarding school. So it was, it was run by Anglican priests. And my mom went to an Irish Catholic um, <laughs> school in, in Nigeria. So growing up, it's about the difference. And you went to Catholic school and then went to Episcopalian or Anglican can church. And so faith has always been an important part of my yes. family and mm-hmm. my life. And it's certainly a very important part of, of me now in terms of just how I see the world mm-hmm. and, and service and wanting to to help people and just having that be the most important thing uh, that I that I do. And so that's when I'm challenged, that's what I look for. When I'm happy, that's what I uh, look for. And I have great friends um, who who help sustain me in that. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's a very important part. It's like the most important part of my life. That's what drives me and what I do is my faith. I'm going to be totally mm-hmm. cheesy. And um, Le Miserable, um, when you help <laughs> another, you see the face of God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think people sometimes... They they don't realize the joy you get from just serving, just yeah. giving of yourself, and they think, well, I don't be taken advantage of, or it's painful. Like, like they tell me, like, oh, so painful what you do. I'm like, no, actually, I I enjoy it. I wouldn't be going. I, w- I wouldn't go through agony every day <laughs> if, if, if this was agony. You know, yes, it's right. I, just the joy of seeing girls educated and seeing someone who was in agony with with a, a broken knee or a hip. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking, no yeah, yes. and, and to, to be a part of that and get to meet amazing people. I tell, I tell people, you know, the, the coolest one of the coolest things about this job is when you have a conversation with someone about charity and about giving, it's a whole different level of a conversation. So when we're talking to, a, to, a, to a, an actor, you're not asking, oh, that last movie you did, like, tell me about your motivations or when's this next series <laughs> coming out or right. whatever, yeah. who, are you, who are you dating or whatever. What are you wearing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. I, you're talking about, like, well, why do you give? And they talk about, oh, my, my mom took me to a soup kitchen every day or oh. I want my kids to see beyond just this Hollywood existence. existence. And you get to know exactly. them on a deeper level. And so I really value that. And they trust me in a way that I just is is both just inspiring and humbling and sometimes surprising how some of these people who are big names trust you with with their with their giving obviously and their names and their but also just their stories and 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 you get to know them on a level that i just i would not if i was just their lawyer you know so i really do value that my um oprah Oprah. Um, I remember on her show, she said, everybody has a story. And it's so true. And that's why I wanted to do this, because I love learning from everybody. Everybody has an incredible story. And I want to hear them all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've always loved story. I've always been a curious person. I've always asked, why? Why did you do this? Why did you get into that? Why? I think people love people love talking about themselves and sharing their story and mm-hmm. they they get a joy out of that and this gives them an opportunity to to share their story of charity their story of helping others which is one of their better stories one of the stories they never get to tell they don't yeah. get to you tell know, I, some of our some of our actors right. say like this is the only time people ask me about giving and not about yeah. when's this the next avengers coming out <laughs> or when, you know, know exactly it's yeah. just really so you get to you get to really and you get to challenge them and say hey we're saving lives here like Let's let's get going. Let's get, let's let's do this. Let's do this. And I'm challenging you in terms of carving out time, in terms of making this in a priority. And they actually they actually like that. They like being challenged in that way, you know, in a way that inspires. You're not challenging them for anything selfish. You're challenging no. them so we can help more girls and get more surgeries done. And they they I find that people really they want to be challenged in a way. They may not. They may not know it, but once they're kind of in it, they realize, like, yes, I like someone thinking there's more to there's me. There's something I can do. I can do. do more than I'm doing, yes. or I can. I, yes. there's, there's a better part of me that I can show and do this work. So it's certainly, and I, I, I ask people to challenge me all the time because I think we just need that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're all here together. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. We all live here. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, um, I wanted to, to ask that question that everybody asks. Um, everyone who has charisma as you do and and you know we want to get so available yeah so available everybody wants i'm i can see why everybody wants you around because it's like oh my gosh will you go with me somewhere because you're so cool (laughs) hang out with me let's go to the movies let's go do something (laughs) so of course and the next question is and then we've had a debate we've talked about this um they say 
why don't you run for run office? For <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Why don't you become a president? Yes. And so, yeah, so that's a question. But mm. then also we were talking about like Oprah, you know, everyone's like, why doesn't Oprah run? And it's like. And we saw what happened when, <laughs> when she was right after she was mm. asked. But <laughs> have you thought of, there must have been a point where you thought about running for office or maybe that's still in your future? <laughs> well, it's like people do people do bring that up. And bring it say, up. Oh, okay. you run for office mm-hmm. and, and all yeah. that. And I tell people, I just the minute you start, you get into the political realm, it becomes I, I tell people so I have I have I have classmates who are in Congress. I have classmates oh. who are who worked for the president, um, both current and and passed and and I tell people, you know, like for me to go in front of a, a donor and ask for money, and I'm asking so I can help a girl who's been abused and wants to go back to school, or someone who's in horrible pain and needs needs help, or some, a woman who wants to deliver a baby safely, and I, I feel confident mm-hmm. asking for that. I tell my friends when you when you when you're a, a politician, you guys always say we're doing this and we're doing that, but really you're saying like. Give me money so I can go to D.C. and do this or give me money so I can go and do that. And I just I couldn't make that mental switch. I couldn't. You know, you can couch it in, oh, we are doing this and we're the next generation or we're the ones that we've been waiting for. And by that, I mean, give me money to my campaign <laughs> so I can buy more ads and hire more people and go and sign bills. And, and then you just I mean, politics, I I love it. I just like I, I love it in terms of. I just find it fascinating. Um, but I also find it incredibly depressing. Right now, and yes, <laughs> yes. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. I hate to say this, I couldn't wade into that, that cesspool. I just, I, it's, it's. I've seen it just take oh, good especially people. Especially now, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it take good-hearted people and just either, yeah. either change them, or just render them irrelevant. And and mm. I, I, I want to walk into a room, knowing that these people are all pro whatever. And I have to like pretend I'm pro or at least lean that way and then go the next day to someone who's anti and go, mm. well, you know, I really don't really believe that. And it's just, you start, you start twisting yourself into a pretzel, the attacks you get. And I just, I like the idea of, I just love the idea of doing what I'm doing. I want to do more of it. I want to do it better. I want to do it bigger. And um, I won't, I'll never, like, no, I, I want to be able to to do more of it and kind of build an organization where I'm not doing all the nitty gritty stuff. Uh, I'll go to you know lawyers or corporate donors and, and make this pitch, and we get to become friends. And they say, "Gosh, I'd love to just hire you and just work here." Right. And I'm like, "Well, how much would you offer?" <laughs> <laughs> just curiosity. What would that yeah, look like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of benefits package? Because right now I have zero benefits, and anything like more than zero would be interesting. Now, um, <laughs> but it's just, it's great to I, I love like following politics and debating it, but to actually be involved and be in that arena. This is not my arena. Uh, this is my arena and I'm in it I'm in it to the day I die I just I love I love being able to do this and as tempting as it is to to do other things or have the opportunity to do other things I just to really make an impact in these people's lives and play some small role and not only make that impact but bringing this community of people together around this and just seeing the joy it gives them seeing how it challenges them seeing seeing them as their best selves and again playing some small role in that and getting Mm -hmm. to know the people I've gotten to know through this work it would be hard to do anything else, and uh, uh, I will have to just leave. I have to leave politics to to other folks who are willing to to make those sacrifices. I would say the professionals, but um. yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> those who want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when uh, we had talked about um, our our favorite people going into politics and leading us, we had a good discussion about that. And what I got out of it was um, that we need people like him and Oprah and other people who would be amazing leaders if the politics was different. Mm. But oh. I think your place is to inspire the politicians and hopefully at some point it won't be a cesspool. Yeah, yeah I think we all to have a part to play. everyone. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we have yeah. a part to play in making this world just a little less callous and yeah. angry and petty. And we do it in our personal lives. We do it in our social media existence and we yes. just again you can say it's a small thing but just making the decision to I'm going to be kind today to everyone mm-hmm. I'm going to be kind today this week this month mm-hmm. this year and if you have more people doing that then uh, again it sounds it may sound trite but mm-hmm. it's it's an act of defiance like mm-hmm. I consider being kind an act of defiance that's awesome and, yes and it's it's sad that we've come to that but I just refuse to be this angry person, this bitter person, this I have to 
tear you down. I just, I, I wasn't raised that way. It's not mm -hmm. my, what my faith calls me to be. And it's absolutely antithetical to the work that we do. And so I just, I just want to find ways to serve and be kind. And, and then if that somehow helps make this world a better place in terms of the, the rhetoric and just the divisiveness and um, I, it, that's a blessing as well. But either way, I'm going to still keep working on these issues and, and continue to find people who are like-minded and like-hearted and, mm -hmm. and just make the yes. impact that we can make. I, that, it was so many years ago, I was sitting in a meditation and it occurred to me for, for God or the Supreme to be kind, that being had to be incredibly powerful to know within so it's for and that's so that would be each of us to know within yourself that you are balanced and self-possessed and know so much about who you are that you can allow yourself to be generous in the world and kind and um, knowing what you have to give you may not know every moment what what you can give in the world, but that there's something you can give of yourself. Mm. I agree. You can't I agree. be depleted. Yes. Is what it feels I think kindness cuts me. across faiths and cultures, and it's one of those one. There's one thing that you can tell someone: be kind. And and there's, no one's going to say, "Well, that's not part of my <laughs> culture or faith or whatever." It's it's. Right. I think it's one of those things where we all we all we all seek it. We all desire it. We all respond to it. Yeah. And obviously, people have different definitions of it, but. I just, that's my main focus. It's like, be kind and serve, be kind and serve. And, mm. I, and I certainly fail every day at it, but you get up the next day and you try to be kind and serve, be Beautiful. kind and serve. Make a difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. One last question. Sure. What do you, what do you love about, and it can be Africa, or what do you love most about Nigeria? It's... Those, those many of us who have not traveled mm -hmm. yet. <laughs> I just love, and I'm always blown away by it, the fact that people who, in our estimation, have so little, have that joy. Like they literally get up. That's the word, singing. joy. Like yeah. they'll get up oh. singing, and oh. and there's a there's a very strong ethos there of making someone feel welcome. That yes. as you you meet them, you know, right now in America, you see someone, you may give them a head nod, or you may avoid them altogether, <laughs> avoid eye contact, <laughs> or how you doing, or what's up. <laughs> there, it's good morning. How are you? How's your family? And it's very serious. Yes. And people will, no one will ever pass you without asking, "Good morning. How are you?" Like it's oh, whether beautiful. whether they're whether they're beautiful. the governor or whether they're sweeping the floors, they expect these both to say hello. How are you? Good morning. How's your family? And and mean it, not just kind of like go through it. And so there's, there's that just there's a fundamental joy there. Yes. And no one's complaining about. I mean, there's there's, there, there's complaints like the government is 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 a, is a mess in a lot of different ways, and, oh. uh, and there are a lot of issues, obviously, with health sure. and education. But in terms of having a bitterness about you in your daily life, just it's you don't see it there. You see people kind of going about their business, doing what the best they can, trying to trying to be good, caring about their families. Um, wow. The emphasis on taking time for family is so much more important than here where we're just let's just work you know 10 more hours 10 more hours that's just like just go to bed at you know 4 a.m and get up at six and just grind it out and it's like this ethos of i work so hard and all that and they're like they work hard and they and they struggle but mm. they celebrate yeah yeah they celebrate, they celebrate life life. they celebrate each other they, yeah. they're just a genuine there's a genuineness there and and then to be able to you know like again not having clean water or not having constant power and then you come back here and then you just realize the joy of being able to have as much water as you want mm -hmm. and and the fact that you know the the one-on-one's backed up okay that's fine life will go on or this person suddenly won't. you have more yeah. gratitude you, do. you have a lot more you gratitude live, yes. you have so much more gratitude yes. you have so much more patience with with things and you're just not things that set some of my friends off or people off i'm like Really? In the end, <laughs> they didn't have your flavor of ice cream. Like, okay, that's that. We can we can deal with that. We can. And the Wi-Fi's yeah, out. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I can cope. Yeah. It's all right. And you even see it. You even see it with our our surgeons who go, and they're like, these cases are the horrible cases. And like I and meanwhile, they're not complaining. Mm -hmm. And I come out to my practice, and they're complaining when I'm ten minutes late or the temperature is not exactly right. <laughs> And so, and, and, and they say it makes them better doctors and better people to do yes. this work. That they come yeah. and they're challenging themselves, and they're, and they say, okay, I can do this. I can, I can actually do this, and I can help people in this way and be challenged and be, be inconvenienced yeah. and all that. So, 
I just I, I value that, and and I just want to. I feel like if there's some of those things where if you can just release the the get the wind out of people's faces and release all the barriers and obstacles, like that, that country would take off. And we're just a very very small part of uh, of, of releasing it and making mm. it better, and educating these girls and helping these people medically and helping in ways that we can. And we just want to keep growing it and, and grow our family and, and strengthen the family that yes. we have and keep those relationships going. And uh, it's, yeah, it's just a humbling honor to be a part of it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you for having here. me. So that brings me a to- A lot of insight. Thank <laughs> you. Some There's some fundraisers coming up. I know that Inanna's oh, yes. um, trying yes. to get me to go to October 6th. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is our, our big one. We have our big one here in LA and that's, the one that Ben the Cumberbatch did some years did ago. And years yeah, ago, yeah. Yes. And she wouldn't tell David did it the year before he did it. Before. And they're yeah. coming back. We'll have Chua Tell and David. And similar to this, I will be in your seat. Yes, it's the gala. Okay. And I will be interviewing them. I'll be asking them about charity Yay. and philanthropy. Oh. Yes. So they will. Here, I'll give you I, I, my I have some pointers. I'll just say, I have some pointers. <laughs> I've learned a lot. I appreciate this. Absolutely. A free, a free lesson. <laughs> and so they'll be doing it. We have um, some other actors and, and people who are going to be coming out. And we we have a great live performer that we're that we're working on and it's just a really fun it's like one of my favorite nights of the year my family flies out for it and i even have my oh. college classmates flying out from from dc uh and new york for it so it's just a, it's a really fun evening it's inspiring get the whole community together so that's saturday october 6th and tickets will go on sale next week and um we have an event in chicago in early november in new york in late november and anyone can go to our website which is uh, www.jinko.org, which is G E A N C O.org. And there are all the listings for the events. Our videos are on there. And I really encourage you to look at the videos. And something I forgot to mention, which I thought was one of the coolest things the name of your company. Oh, yes. So it's the mm. first initial in everyone in the family. So, um, oh, yes. So it right. is totally family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Very family oriented. Uh, Gozi or Gozia is my brother. So he's a G. Abella is the E. It's my sister. Mm. I'm the A. And then for the N, it's Unche, which is my sister. sister and then okay. Unma is my mom's Nigerian name. Oh. When she was baptized, she was given the name Josephine, but her Nigerian name is Unma, N-M-A. Unma. And then... Um, Chuku Gazia is so sorry. G is my my dad Godwin, and Chuku Gazia everyone calls him Goes is the C, and then O is the Onyema. So, oh. growing up, our license plates were all like Jinko one. Oh, that's Jinko so two. awesome! My, my dad loves it, and so that, that was there was no there was no discussion that that would be the name, and it just symbolizes to me it symbolizes family, not only our blood family, but anyone who gives, anyone who supports, you know, all these. From from you know the the actors and the <laughs> rich folks to just the Girl Scouts kind of helping out oh. with their stuff like they're all part of our family now so they're all they're all Jinko. I want to be part of Jinko. Yes, we're yeah, all part no, of Jinko now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. By all means. So, right. um, Inanna, yes, what do you have coming up? Um, for September, I have just a couple of events so far. I'm setting things up, but for Sunday, September 16th, 4 to 6 p.m. at Indigo Alliance, um, I'm offering a meditation class. We've got, <laughs> I keep being reminded, everyone is stressed. Everyone yes. is looking at getting more focused and mindfulness or or I need to add more meditation to my spiritual practice. So I'm offering that. Um, and there is an intuitive um, fair, a psychic fair, intuitive Ooh, fair, if you go. want, with there'll be there'll be mediumship, there will be holistic healing or energy healing as well. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be on Saturday, September 29th. This one is also at Indigo Alliance, 1 to 5 p.m. Perfect. Um, I have my movie, (laughs) (laughs) badcgisharks.com. It's it's check out our trailer. It's funny. It's a happy one. It actually has a story to a shark movie. Oh wow! (laughs) So um, it does. It does, and uh, it's fun. So uh, badcgisharks.com. When did sharks become such a popular? Uh, I, item I blame my ex-boss, Paul Bales, for Sharknado. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. There we go. Okay. 
We usually end with something inspiring, either a meditation, a quote, or a story. Anything you would like to share that would Well, this is something I mentioned at the event last year that we had um, in L.A., and it's something I've been thinking more and more about, and it's... uh, I'll paraphrase a, a quote from the, the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, okay. and it's, Despise not these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the hammer in the hands of his servant. And for me, that's just, first of all, to hear the mm. word rejoice and joy yes. nowadays is just good, because that's the last thing you think about and hear about. Is <laughs> Lately. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Someone rejoicing. Yes. And also the idea of, yeah, like Jinko is still so small, but when we started it, it was tiny and it was, I felt like it, I was like doing nothing to help people. Mm. Like you have these grand dreams. I'm going to save the world. <laughs> and you can barely, you know, get, get sword, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have my yeah, sword on. Sword. I'm going to just <laughs> literally, not, not literally kill it, but I'm going to kill it. Figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you don't. And then everyone's you kind of looks at you with your pedigree of all these degrees and all that. And you're supposed to be doing this big thing and have like the next Doctors Without Borders and, and then I just thought, you know, like, despair not these small beginnings. Everyth- mm-hmm. Almost everything begins small. Everything begins with someone trying and trying and trying. And just begin the work. Like, just begin. Just begin. I can't tell you how many people work. I talk to, oh, I'd love to be an actor. I'd love to write this screenplay. Or I'd love to start a charity. But I just, I just can't. You know, I think about it, and it's too much. It's too hard. It's too hard. And it's mm-hmm. like starting anything and fighting that inertia is hard. And so just... I, I take joy in someone just beginning, even if it's just be- mm. but it's beginning a family, beginning to act, beginning a new job, like taking that leap. And so I just, I think not only the Lord rejoices, like I rejoice, the universe rejoices, yes, that people yes. just kind of picking the hammer up and starting to build and whatever it is that they're building. So I think whoever is listening to this and has an inkling of starting something or been wanting to do something or maybe facing a lot of obstacles and starting something, just keep at it like start small and just keep at it and build and build and if you could you know tell me 10 years ago that i would you know be hanging out with dr strange and, <laughs> and meeting people and 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 doing surgery you know bringing teams to do surgeries and seeing these girls i just I, it's one of those things where you just but you start small and you keep at it and every day you keep at it and there and you'll inject some joy in this world and that to me is the, is the greatest thing in, of all is just to bring some type of joy in this world Do, one last thing sure. do you feel because I've seen this so often if you just go ahead if anyone just goes ahead and takes a few steps suddenly support yes of all kinds it's just the Indiana comes, Jones yes. theory where he in. took the step and then the Yes. Right. It's and the it's Goethe a, yeah, quote. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And it's, it's, um, uh, it might be Rumi who had the original quote, but it was, you walk the path and the path appears. Yes. Rises. So you, yeah, exactly. Yes. So you just start walking, you start doing it and you realize people, like I mentioned the professor, like I started it, I had no idea he was going to fund the first year or this, I had a, a friend who had a very, very rich stepdad you just, but you just get going and you start doing it and you fail and you fall and you get up and like right when you're about to give up someone comes along or something happens mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then you start to build it and you stay true to it you stay true to yourself um but yeah i but none of that and i tell my friends none of that will happen if you don't start like all these right. things won't happen you know you're waiting for mm-hmm. oh well, i won't start acting or i won't start doing this until i know i'm gonna get that role yes. or i know like well no you start you begin at the beginning and then these things happen or, you know, maybe on your timeline, but they'll happen. And so I just encourage people just to start. If it's, if it's a good thing and you feel good about it and you're inspired and you're motivated and you, you'll do it, just do it. Just every day do something to, to bring it along Thank and you'll you be surprised to see what comes along and, 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 and supports you. Um, in it, you know, as challenging Trust. as it is. Trust. Faith. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all, all, those, right. all those scary things. All those scary things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank okay. you for taking that leap thank and you. being here. Thank you so much. And it, I you. feel weird. I feel like I should thank Benedict Cumberbatch because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have met you. Absolutely. <laughs> and yet again, and there's a whole fandom <laughs> of people who have said and felt, my goodness, if if it hadn't been for him, I thought I was just turning on the TV or watch, and watching a show or I went to the theater and I'm seeing a movie. And then you start looking at his name and how much... 
he has, how much how charitable he is in the world and how much he brings and you feel suddenly empowered yeah. <laughs> also to yeah. do more. We all connect. Um, so all of these yeah. charitable souls. And I'll say this very briefly about Ben because I think it's important to mention that we we had a, a campaign where you got to meet him uh, during the Avengers premiere. You get to, oh, yeah. to the, get to, if you if you donated ten dollars for ten chances in a, in a kind of online raffle or a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for hundred chances, and the more you gave. The more you could, but it's, a, it's like buying a lottery ticket. You can buy, you know, you can donate ten dollars and win. Oh, was that the Omaze? Yeah, yeah the Omaze, oh, the Omaze yeah. campaign. You get to go to the Avengers premiere and then meet him privately for tea. Oof. And and he <laughs> he was just he was amazing. He is, you know, everyone knows how talented he is, but he is one of the kindest human beings, mm. celebrity or non-celebrity, I've ever met. Just mm-hmm. a just a fundamentally kind, decent, loving man. And I just, it's a great blessing. Not only have him as a supporter, but to you know, humble to, to, to call him, you know, a friend. And right. and that campaign raised almost a million dollars. Yay! And, and oh, my so gosh. So it's a tribute to his yes. fans. Yes. Yeah. To, uh, people, you know, <laughs> I think 27,000 people in 131 countries gave. And so wow. it was just a res- the response was, was overwhelming to Huge. us. And we put that right into our medical missions and our scholarship. <sighs> and we were able to expand the scholarship because of that. And and so it just it's I tell people I'm not starstruck, but I am kindness struck. <laughs> kindness yes. struck. And so I was more Definitely. impressed by his kindness than by Definitely. anything he's done on the screen. And the same thing with Chiwetel and David. They're probably mm. th- th- in my opinion, yes. again I'm biased, probably three of the top best actors oh, yeah. in on the planet, but they're also just three of the top human beings best on people. the planet. <laughs> and it's just Beautiful. again, it's one of those things where you get to do this Beautiful. work and you get to it's just great to have them as partners and even a great blessing to have them as friends. And so anyone who's responded to Jinko through them or because of them, thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for thank being you. here. It's been a great honor to be here. Thank you so much what for having joy. me. What a joy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Bennett Dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, Paul Preston, our engineer. Thank you, Allison, for helping yes. us with PR. Allison Warner. Um, I want to thank David Shostak for her music. Thank you for joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. This is Anana Moon. (laughs) I'm Sheila Kichamari, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please, go forth in love. And Om Shanti, good people. We are peaceful souls.